Half a day, Zantiro, Casalelier, and Mogisin, and welcome to the One Micronesia Podcast. And we're here another week, another episode. And I'm so, um, I'm so lucky because out of nowhere last night, I got this message like, "Hey, I'm coming through Guam. I have time. Are you? Am I? You know, did you still want me on the podcast?" I'm like. Yes, I want you on the podcast. So, you know, the timing and everything, she travels a lot. She does a lot of traveling to represent the CNMI. Not only that, but also represent Guam, the Marianas, and of Micronesia as a whole. So she's doing a lot of that, and she had time today. So I'm like, yes. So here with us is representative uh, from the 22nd uh, CNMI legislature, uh, Sheila Ababauta. Sheila, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> so, like, you know, we... Right when you walked in, you were asking. I was like, "This is like a chill uh, talk, just cool. getting to know Sheila." And awesome. uh, you're very um, inspirational, especially to the young um, here, uh, the younger generation here in, in the Marianas and across Micronesia as well. Oh. Of for all that you're doing, uh, the law, the oh. the legislations the, that you are, you know, implementing in, in CNMI, and and at the same time, when you're out there, you're not only representing, like I said, not only Marianas and, and, and but all Micronesia as a whole. So that is very inspiring to see. Oh. So I uh, wanted to get you on here and to just chit chat. And the first part of it is getting to know you, Sheila. Awesome. So tell us more <laughs> about you. Well, thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what do we want to share? Okay. I was born and raised on the island of Saipan. Nice. I'm one of five children. I'm the second oldest. I'm a product of the public school system. Very proud of that because I see firsthand how much our public school system has improved. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud of that. Um, I love being outside. I love going to the beach. I love going on hikes. I love exploring my home mm-hmm. as an adult, which is a very different experience. And I was gone for 10 years. I went off to continue my education in Hawaii. Uh, I spent seven years there, lived in Washington State for three, mm-hmm. started a small business, you know, worked in the financial services realm, and then I was ready to come home. I was ready to come home. And, you know, I always tell students, I tell friends, family members, I mean, come home when you're ready, you know, because if you're not ready to come home, then you won't enjoy it as much. Mm-hmm. But I was ready to come home, and... That was in 2016, I moved home. So I've been home for about six years now, and I've loved it so much, so much. And of course, I know there's so much work to do. Uh, That's the reason why I'm in office. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what really pushed me to run for office. But, you know, if I want to see my vision, a shared vision that I have with many others in our community manifest, if I want to see that vision manifest, then I got to put in the work, right? Like we got to put in the work. Have to. And so, yeah. And so we're going we're gonna to make it happen in it's, my lifetime, in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. I tell people 50 years from now, I'm still going to be here. I'll be 83 50 years from now. Wow. So if you think about mm-hmm. that, there's so much to that do. we can get done. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. And, and it's really nice to, to see that the, the leadership in, in, in Micronesia, now you're seeing... You're seeing this new trend of, of yes. younger, uh, yes. the, the, the younger generation kind of jump into yes. to those high offices and try it out. And because, I, I, you know, there's, there's, there was this whole mentality back in, they say, 20 years ago in, in, mm-hmm. in Micronesia and the leadership that it's like, okay, no, you guys are so young, you know, mm-hmm. you, your turn will come. Let, let us, the, you know, let the, the older generation take care of this. But it's right. nice to see now that they're trying. They're opening the doors to, to getting um, 
you know the younger generation to come in and, and have their their take and their say and right. the laws and everything so that's that's so nice to see and then seeing right. you in you know the legislature as as a yeah. representing our, our generation you know that that's that's so cool to see well i am one of three millennials and we started last term so mm-hmm. i'm serving my fourth year wow. in office mm-hmm. And, you know, this upcoming election, we see many more young candidates. Mm -hmm. And regardless of party, I reach out, I give them a call and I congratulate Mm -hmm. them for making the decision. Because you know what? It's our generation's time. And I tell them that, like, it's our generation's time. We have gained experience. We have furthered, you know, our education. We've traveled. And now we're home to contribute. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to wait. Mm-hmm. for someone to retire or step down you just gotta take the leap you know mm-hmm. and and serve if we want to see the type of marianas mm-hmm. that we envision and so i'm really really happy about that i i love seeing our generation step up take leadership positions and you know quite frankly there's really nowhere in the world other than Panama, because I have met with the delegation from, from Panama and Scotland uh-huh. uh, that have young leadership. That's amazing. And there's lots of opportunities back home, mm-hmm. you know, because we are a small population, because uh, people come and go all the time. I mean, where else can you find leadership positions available for you know, 20 year olds, mid 20s? I was elected at the age of 29. And um, yeah, and it's been an adventure. It's definitely been an adventure. And I'm so grateful, so grateful for my community and their trust in me. And I respect the office so much. I respect the seat Mm -hmm. because really that's what it's about. It's not about really the person, you know, it's like the seat. I respect that role very much. Mm -hmm. I take it seriously. And it's been a blast. I've grown so much. You, you, you touched on uh, you touched on climate change and all that, and this is you, you literally your trip right now. You, yes. you, we have this time off. You have this time off, so you, you're making time for us on the podcast. But but after this, maybe a day or two, you're going to travel again. So we're gonna we're gonna talk <laughs> about the climate change, that, that aspect of of your uh, of your of your life and and what you've committed yourself to in uh-huh. in the next uh, break. We're gonna take a break, okay. Sheila. But when we come back, that's definitely what we're gonna tackle next. So awesome. guys, we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Hafiri, Zantiro, Casaleli, and Mogisi. Welcome back. One Mike Ninja Podcast. We're here with Representative uh, Sheila Babauta, who's taken time off her busy, busy schedule to sit down with us here. Uh, she's, you know, she's on Guahan, getting ready to travel for her next, uh, um, uh, her next uh, meeting out in, in the States, which is pretty much always about, uh, and I think the main thing is climate change. So, yes. uh, Let's let's talk about that. How did you, at one point in time, did did you (laughs) commit yourself like I am gonna fight for this? This is something. This is a big problem. This Uh is something that's been happening for 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 so long that Mm -hmm. you know somebody needs to step up, especially from small islands like ours. Somebody needs to step up and and talk to these these big countries and open their eyes to know that this is really happening. In right. our own home island. So right. just tell us how it all started. Man, you know, I wish I could give you a date and a great <laughs> a story of like how I chose this path. But honestly, like, and I don't mean to sound cliche, but it really chose me. And 
<laughs> that sounds so cliche after just saying it. But, um, you know, I first attended a public hearing when I moved home. Nice. And I attended because they were going to build a huge hotel in front of uh, my house, a couple, like, you know, blocks away from my house mm-hmm. in front of our, our beach, mm-hmm. a very popular beach on Saipan um, called Papa Beach. It's in the north side. And this was happening during, like, the Asian tourist boom, right. which was just mm-hmm. a couple years ago, right? And so I attended the public hearing because I wanted to share my experience of living in Hawaii and how overdevelopment is mm-hmm. not what we want. Um, it's, in the long run, will not be good for our people and our experience, you know, our quality of life, really. And at that public hearing... I was so passionate. I'm way more diplomatic now. (laughs) (laughs) And um, then people started to give me questions and give me information to share at several different public hearings Mm -hmm. after that. So they started to trust me and, you know, kind of channel their voice through my voice, Mm -hmm. uh, which I was very glad and honored to do. But the reason why I attended that public hearing was because of the impact it would have on our environment, Mm -hmm. the impact it would have on the beach, on our beautiful view, on, you know, the sacred land that would be destroyed, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's what called me into the public hearing. And then my community really encouraged me to run for office. But because we grow up in this beautiful place, Mm -hmm. I mean... It only like makes sense because it's a part of us. It's a part of it's a part of my childhood. It's a part of our history, our ancestors, right? The ocean is our oldest ancestor. She feeds us, nourishes us, I mean teaches gives us peace, joy. Mm-hmm. Like we have fun at the beach, right? Oh, we yeah. go there to de stress. I mean the natural world around us really takes care of us. And so we must do that in return, right? We must take care of her as well because taking care of her really is only taking care of ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? And so, like, that's really how it all started. And And then my love for the Marianas grew as I traveled to our sister islands. Mm -hmm. As an adult, I visited Luta for the first time. I learned more about Guahan as an adult. I used to come here as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I have family here, and so I would um, I would spend summers here, and and I loved Guam. You know, I then visited Tinian, and I went up to the Northern Islands. I've been there twice now, and I just see how honestly freaking special we are. Like, how blessed are we to be from this beautiful place? And one of the reasons why I truly know that is because I've traveled, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I've traveled (laughs) and I've seen other places. Mm -hmm. I've seen other homes and, like, not to throw shade or anything, but people tell me, like, wow, that's a photo of your home? What are you doing here? You know, (laughs) like, why aren't you there, right? And so all of that, like, compounded over time really... Um, lifted the veil, right? Mm-hmm. Like of everything I was taught. At 17, I was ready to leave, right? Yeah, like, I mean, we're yeah, so ready to yeah. leave. Like, <laughs> I want to get to the mainland. I want to get to a mall. I want to go shopping and like do all these other things. Mm-hmm. But um, then you do that 
And then you realize that where you came from was actually like the best place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it really, it really takes you leaving home to right. know what you've, you've been, you exactly. know, what you've been missing all along. And, exactly. and like you said, it's per, like for you, it was like as an adult, you're back and now you're seeing right. things in a different perspective. Yes, you're like, exactly. wow. Like, you know, like I, I can't believe I used to, you know, uh, run to the beach just straight into right. the ocean. And you it's know, not normal. I, yeah. For people. Like, because back, I mean, back in the States, they travel hours right. and hours just exactly. to get to a beach or something right. like a beach. Right. right. So and then you get to that beach and it's cold. Yeah. Right. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is not a beach. But, um, you know, experiencing that and. And doing the work that I do, being exposed to all the threats Right, mm-hmm. like loving my home, our home, mm-hmm. and then seeing what is threatening our home. That's how I really got involved with the work. Like, okay, there's militarization, there's climate change. Yep. You know, we have symptoms of colonialism still lingering it is. in mm-hmm. our community, and then we have ongoing colonialism. We have the colonial mindset. I mean, like, we can go on and on. Um, so there's a lot of work to do, and I'm really, really happy that there's a community. Mm-hmm. There's a huge community in the Marianas like doing this work, who have been doing this work for decades. Like this is not, this is not new, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, and I'm so grateful for for mentors, for them sharing their knowledge and history. I mean, I'm so grateful for their work and. I really feel like it's just carrying that on. Mm-hmm. And so they pass the baton, right? And so they always share how grateful they are um, that there are young, energetic leaders ready mm-hmm. to take it on because they've done their work mm-hmm. and, you know, they, they want to they want to relax, yeah. right? I mean, I like, mean, like, we live in paradise, <laughs> right? Like, And you talk about it, you talk about our generation, a generation that's been through a lot and we adapt so fast. So, Mm -hmm. so for them, they did their part during their time. Mm -hmm. Now with, with technology and everything Mm -hmm. that we're adapting to, that we know how to, 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 you know, to guide our way through, we can take whatever that information that they've, they've carried and and, and they've put together. And now we're pushing out on our terms, on our platform. So that is so cool to know. Using technology Mm -hmm. like a podcast, right? (laughs) Like social media. Uh I mean, we're building the network. We're casting this net Mm -hmm. and, um, and we're going to make it happen. We are. Yeah. It's definitely going to happen. And yeah. like, with leaders like you, uh, you know, out in Saipan, mm-hmm. we, we have Microgen Climate Change Alliance here on Guam. We have also activists back in, in the FSM. And I know you yes. know uh, Yolanda. Oh, yes. She was like, num- she was like number four. On, uh, she was like episode four on the oh, podcast. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And, and also, also wanted to, 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 to tell you that now I have two. Uh, I have two uh, guests on my podcast who have gone as close to Obama as friends, and who can call Obama <laughs> a friend. Yes. And I am a big, I am a big fan of Obama, his work, and you know when he was in office, but even after his office right. and what he's doing with his own foundation. So that is right. amazing to see. And like I said, mm-hmm. I watched your video when you introduced Barack, President Barack Obama onto mm-hmm. the stage. How was that feeling? I wanted to ask, like. As an as an island girl who right. looked up to somebody like that, and now right. you get to introduce him, right. how was that feeling? Man, that was really. I felt super inspired. I was so grateful. Mm-hmm. I was really honored to be asked to introduce him um, at the 
climate United Nations climate change mm-hmm. conference, right? This is an international conference yeah. with like hundreds of countries from around the world. And, um, and it was an amazing experience to think that wasn't even a year ago, you know, that was last November. Mm-hmm. Um, and to meet a great world role model, mm-hmm. like he and Michelle Obama and their family, they're great role models. And, I truly believe that's what we need more of here in the Mariana Islands. And so I'm really grateful for their leadership in showing us mm-hmm. what it looks like and what it can look like, right? What a presidency can look like for first time, you know, African-American to take mm-hmm. office. And then what it will look like afterwards. Um, starting a foundation, mm-hmm. investing in young leaders mm-hmm. all over the world. Yeah connecting them and inspiring them to continue working and i i work with the youth a lot and so i completely understand why the youth have so much energy like you know we're still considered youth yeah but like not (laughs) yeah i know but like man high school students college students when i'm around them like they just energize me and i realize like oh my goodness this is why Mm -hmm. the obamas love being around the youth you know they they inspire me. They give me energy. They give me hope. And and they just need guidance mm-hmm. and support. And that's what he's doing. And so, like, when we learn from our role models and then, you know, tweak that for your location, for your home, only good things can come out of it. Mm-hmm. And so I've been so blessed. I'm so grateful to have, to have this network. And um, and Yolanda's amazing, you know. Julian Ugland's amazing. Yeah, we have we so have, many like, young. So many, yeah. yeah, Regine Viscoli, right? Like the Austin Shelton, mm-hmm. um, Kara here on Guahan there, and Sammy Birmingham Babautas, the other Obama fellow uh, from Saipan, and um, and so I'm glad to see it continuing, mm-hmm. and our network still intact like we still keep in touch we still it's a very strong network and i love that it's 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 great and it's that's what we need like you say to to create and make the the, spread the net you know grow the network and right and that's how we make it happen and that's what's happening right now (laughs) on my way to dc so i'm on my way to dc uh with a youth delegation Mm -hmm. they got accepted to the national youth adaptation and leadership congress um it's pretty much an indigenous climate change congress Mm -hmm. for indigenous youth from around the nation and so we have seven seven students from the public school system from the cnmi first time ever for us in the cnmi to participate nice and they'll be meeting hundreds of indigenous youth yes wow and they'll all be working on their own different initiatives Mm -hmm. and this group that we're taking they wanted to focus on food sovereignty which is really important, Very important. as yes. we move mm-hmm. toward sovereignty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and so they're going to work on that in D.C. We're going to bring it home and they'll implement it their senior year. So they are going to create their own networks mm-hmm. when we get out to D.C. And so I'm really excited for that. I'm excited for them. Some of them, um, it'll be their first time flying on an airplane. That's awesome. Sheila, we're going to take a break, yes. but when we come back, we're going to talk about what's next for, for okay. Sheila Babauta, and then we'll come back again and, and pretty much close out the show. Guys, we're going to take a break. We're watching the One Mike Podcast. We'll be right back. Hafri, Zantiro, Casalili, and Mogithi. Welcome back to the One Mike Podcast. So we're here. Wow. The, the, the story, the, the, <laughs> the, the conversation uh. is just inspiring. 
all it's an all-in-one mm-hmm. thing right now what a journey you've been through this the things that you've done abroad for the Marianas and Micronesia as a whole amazing um, let's talk about what's next I know you're you're headed to DC right now with the youth and that's something that you're very passionate about to, to giving back to uh, the younger generation and mm. teaching them and giving them the platform to do their thing right. their way what they want to do the platform is there for them so let's talk about what's next for Sheila Babauta yes well after that I do head to Hawaii yes. I was accepted into the Young Pacific Leaders Program so that's mid-July and then I was also accepted into an academy for elected officials for wow. Asian, American, and Pacific Islanders that will take place in early August in D.C. Um, I'm really excited about that because I do have ambition for a future in politics. You know, I see the importance of competent leaders mm-hmm. in politics because at the end of the day, like my vision, and it is a shared vision of sovereignty, of independence for our Marianas um, is there and it's political. Mm-hmm. Like, it's political. <laughs> it is an arena that mm-hmm. is, um, it's lively. <laughs> you know, the political mm-hmm. arena can get very passionate. <laughs> there's passionate it can, individuals. It <laughs> there's major issues. There's, you know, um, everyday lives that depend on the decisions mm-hmm. we make on the Hill, the type of laws that are enacted, uh, the kind of programs and projects we roll out, how we allocate funding, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that uh, is political. So we need strong political leaders mm-hmm. in our community. And although I also am aware that this political system is a Western introduced system Mm -hmm. into our society, which can be very divisive, you know, among families, which is heartbreaking. Um, I'm aware of that. The reality is right now, this is the situation we're in. Mm -hmm. And so we need strong leaders in the political arena. and, uh, And I'm aware of that. So I plan to stick around. I plan to... Uh, run for higher office in the future and um, and also, you know, take care of myself along the way. So when a break is needed um, and the length of that break, you know, is like just up to me, um, I will take that break. And so, so there's future in politics for sure mm-hmm. and a future here in the Marianas. I'm not going anywhere. I plan to raise my kids here when I have them one day. <laughs> I plan to retire here. You know, I, I'm going to be here 50 years from now. I'm an invested stakeholder. I'm a daughter of the Mariana Islands of Micronesia, you know, and, um, and I love this place. I love this place so much. I mean, it's worth protecting. It's worth investing in. And when done the right way, mm-hmm. like... We can only like go up from here. You know? Definitely, yeah, that's awesome. And then, like you, you yeah. talked about, you know, at the beginning, you talked about you. You went abroad. You did mm-hmm. your your part. You did you did what you had to do. You did, you, right. you, you took into education. You, system. Yes, you did that. <laughs> you, you you graduated. You worked abroad. You gained some experience. Right. And then you were like you, it, the island was like okay are you ready and you're like yes, yes. i'm ready i'm going back home right this is, so and you, you did talk about that in a little bit like you're telling the other the, the younger generation like go but when you're ready yeah come back right yeah 
so like you said like you're gonna be here for another 50 years and yes you know we're and you're here to 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 do and protect you know the marianas and and the micronesia as as a whole so that's that's something awesome to see we're gonna take a break but when we come back it's definitely the last remarks the closing out where can people go to follow you all of that that's coming up after this Welcome back. One Micronesia podcast, the last part here. So, wow. Like I said, what an amazing and inspiring talk, uh, Representative Sheila. Uh, so, the last part of it is a message. A message to people who follow you. A message to the people of the CNMI, the Marianas, and of mm-hmm. Micronesia. Or a message to the younger generation who's watching it and is very inspired by your journey and what you're doing for as this generation so talk to the next generation what would you tell them oh my goodness thanks for that question (laughs) um you know one thing that i follow one thing that i stay close to is really to be an ancestor that our descendants will think wow and i think that's very powerful. powerful isn't it it is it's not mine wow i must get that you know but it is so powerful to think of think of it that way think of your behavior your decision making um your leadership in that way because we are ancestors Mm -hmm. right ancestors in the making and we are here with a responsibility and i take that responsibility very seriously right we have this blessing so we have a responsibility and i would just encourage um, the younger generation, our communities, to really pay attention. You know, you have purpose every day, every moment you have a purpose. And to pay attention. It's hard to do nowadays with a lot of distraction. But when you trust yourself, when you pay attention to your intuition, right? What excites you? What gives you energy? I mean... That can only mean good things. And so that's why I enjoy working with the youth. That's why I enjoy the leadership like programs and um, personal development, you know, conferences that I've attended. It all just really keeps me inspired and motivated. Mm -hmm. And I also would love to encourage everyone to go outside. Yeah. Go outside. (laughs) Spend some time outside. Put the phone down. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. It makes a big difference. And whenever possible, Mm -hmm. if given the opportunity to visit our sister islands up north, Mm -hmm. please come. You know, come join us. Uh, The Northern Islands is beautiful. That's the best place to put the phone down and go outside. Yeah, you have to. I mean, (laughs) you actually have no choice. (laughs) So, you know, um, when you look around, when you pay attention to how you're feeling and you look around, uh, it will just really answer any questions you have. And I think at the end of the day, a lot of us, we're searching for answers. We're mm-hmm. searching for happiness and joy and love in our lives. And it is around you. Yeah. You just got to pay attention. That's awesome. Wow. Thank you. Beautiful. Uh, so the last part here is uh, so people how can people follow you and, and follow oh, yeah. your journey and, and, and you know like I said you were about to hit the DC you have more and I have and I know there's like 
tons of conferences down the line that, that you will be um, you'll be invited to to speak on behalf of the Marianas and Micronesia. So how can people follow yes. you? Yes. Well, I am on social media. I try my best. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. Um, you can find me at Office of Rep Sheila Babauta mm-hmm. or my personal page, Sheila Babauta. I'm at that 5,000 friend limit, but I will clean it out <laughs> soon. <laughs> Make some space. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty responsive. You know, I try to stay in touch through social media. It's, it, is a blessing and a curse, right? We well, gotta it's find a that about, balance. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the you balance just gotta find that balance. Very important. Because what other way can I keep in touch with like a huge group of people mm-hmm. than through social media? So I'm grateful for that. And my family's on there. My friends from like <laughs> elementary, right? So um, yeah, a quick search will do. Awesome. Well, Sheila, like I said, thank you so much. Thank you for. For making time, literally, like you were on your way. You could have been, you know, just chilling and relaxing at the beach right now before you head to D.C., (laughs) but you took time to jump on the podcast. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure, really. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. Thank you. And keep doing amazing work because it's literally, like I said, we're making sure that the next generation is taken care of. So thank you so much. And you're definitely doing that. Oh, Caesar's Mossy. Thank you. All right, guys, that pretty much wraps up the podcast. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you on the next one.